Shining City Audio, a John Meacham and C-13 original studio. On May 3rd, 1979, Margaret Thatcher is elected Prime Minister of Great Britain. I'm John Meacham, and this is Reflections of History. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Though many seek to do so, few politicians successfully lend their name to an entire philosophy. Margaret Thatcher was one of those few. Upon her death in 2013, the New York Times wrote, By the time she left office in 1990, the principles known as Thatcherism, the belief that economic freedom and individual liberty are interdependent, that personal responsibility and hard work are the only ways to national prosperity, and that the free market democracies must stand firm against aggression, had won many disciples. Even some of her strongest critics accorded her a grudging respect. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The daughter of a grocer, the Tory Thatcher won the 1979 general election with a margin of 44 seats. Her victory made her the first woman of the 20th century to be elected to lead a Western nation. Dubbed the Iron Lady for her implacability, Thatcher was seen as a kind of forerunner of Ronald Reagan's, who gave the United States Reaganism after he prevailed in the 1980 presidential election. I am not a consensus politician, Thatcher once said. I am a conviction politician, as was Reagan. In London and in Washington, the two presided over a significant era in which the marketplace was largely privileged over state action. And in foreign policy, they sought to stand strong against Soviet communism after a decade in which Western leaders had sought what was known as detente, or a relaxation of tensions. Reagan and Thatcher enjoyed each other immensely, so much so, in fact, that the next wave of leaders, including George H.W. Bush, sometimes grew tired of Thatcher's habit of speaking as if she and Reagan had single-handedly ended the Cold War. Yet the two had done much to ease tensions that they occasionally seemed to stoke. On meeting Mikhail Gorbachev, for instance, Mrs. Thatcher said, I like Mr. Gorbachev. We can do business together. Her style was reminiscent of Winston Churchill's, her rhetoric stirring, her decisions often controversial. In the sweep of modern history, the age of Thatcher fits a rough pattern in the West, a pendulum between liberalism and conservatism as democracies debate the relative role of the state in the marketplace and the relative projection of force 
against commonly agreed-upon foes and rivals. In the United States, that tension might be illustrated as a figurative conversation between Franklin Roosevelt and Ronald Reagan. In Great Britain, Thatcher embodied the conservative end of that debate. Of Reagan, Mrs. Thatcher wrote, I knew that I was talking to someone who instinctively felt and thought as I did, not just about policies, but about a philosophy of government, a view of human nature. At Reagan's state funeral in Washington in 2004, Thatcher said this, In his lifetime, Ronald Reagan was such a cheerful and invigorating presence that it was easy to forget what daunting historical tasks he set himself. He sought to mend America's wounded spirit, to restore the strength of the free world, and to free the slaves of communism. These were causes hard to accomplish and heavy with risk. And surely it is hard to deny that Ronald Reagan's life was providential when we look at what he achieved in the eight years that followed. Others prophesied the decline of the West. He inspired America and its allies with renewed faith in their mission of freedom. Others saw only limits to growth. He transformed a stagnant economy into an engine of opportunity. Others hoped, at best, for an easy cohabitation with the Soviet Union. He won the Cold War, not only without firing a shot, but also by inviting enemies out of their fortress and turning them into friends. One suspects that Reagan might have said similar things had fate enabled him to eulogize her. Thank you for listening to Reflections of History, a creation of Shining City Audio, a C-13 Originals and John Meacham Studio. Reflections of History is executive produced by me, John Meacham, and Chris Corcoran, Chief Content Officer and Founding Partner of Cadence 13. Production and editing led by Lloyd Lockridge and Chris Basil. Production assistance and operations by Paige Heimson, Andy Jaskowitz, Adam Macias, and Kelly Rafferty. Research assistance by Sarah Jean Caver. Cadence 13 is an Odyssey company. Hey, Mama, we see you. All the visible and invisible work you do for others and yourself. That's why this Mother's Day, the Meditation for Women podcast has a special free guided meditation just for you. Stay to listen to hundreds of guided meditations available for you. Some to help you sleep, start your day, release anxiety, and tune into your intuition. Listen to Meditation for Women on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.